You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, this time it's your turn. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Dave's Corner Garage live and, as I always say, somewhat clear. Uh, great day outside. It's not raining. Weather's it's nice. It's beautiful. Yeah, a typical fall day about a week early. It's crappy <laughs> for, it, you know, enticing people or convincing them to come and get their winter tires put on, though. Yeah, it's true. Hey, what's this? Seven degrees is when it's supposed to... Uh... Well, that's the magic number when you lose adhesion. Yes. And you want adhesion. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes I do. Actually, what I want you to do is go to Facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage, and you can watch us live. Uh, we, we broadcast live mm-hmm. uh, on the internet. Uh, the, there's a bunch of stuff I have to tell you today about a great show that we're doing. First off, Carrie Schmidt's going to join us. You know, the controversy of putting your insurance information on your telephone and then handing that phone over to the constabulary. Uh, there's a privacy issues that they're coming up. Well, like, like, what do you think? He's going to go look at your pictures and see maybe, who yeah. your contacts are and, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. find out who you're buying your marijuana from and like, who cares? Well, apparently, according to Kerry, he's not going to do that. Oh, okay, well, okay, okay. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Oh, especially, you know, it's easy to share those pictures, eh? Yeah. You hit share, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you should see the who I stopped knows. today. Yeah. You might see pictures of Justin Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> In a brown face or a black All face. All right, Dom is going to join us from Dom's Auto Recycling. He's one of the supporters of Abuse Hurts. Abuse Hurts, you know, is the charity that we work with, with abuse of not just women, children, but also elders. Exactly. And, Great way to support them. Yeah. You uh, you donate your car and they get the money. Yeah. What they do is donate the car, recycle it, and the money goes back to... A great charity. A great charity. And the other thing is we're giving away a trip to Lost Wages, as my kids called it. Lost yeah. Wages. Viva Lost Wages. Viva Lost Wages. Go to Facebook.com forward slash Dave Redinger. No. Forward slash Dave's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to my house. Anyways, the bottom line is if you follow us on Facebook, you're automatically entered. You enter once and you're in there forever. So whatever we give away, I think our next prize after this one is a set of tires from Salem. Cool. And we're going to be ending this contest at the end of this month. So September 30th, if you're not in by that, uh, you're in for the next one. So that's about it. We're going to have a great show today. If you're going to be calling in, Carrie is going to be willing to take calls from you. So if you have a question about uh, privacy issues on your phone or if you've got a question about speeding, we kept it for a couple of segments today. So uh, we're good to go. Take us out, Miguel. There we go. And if you've got a car care question, of course, you can. we're happy to answer all those. Between Dave and I, we've got about 14,000 years of experience. Right, Dave? And mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you learn. I think a mistake's worth two years. That's how you learn. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with your calls and a lot of exciting stuff right after this break. Thank you. All righty. Welcome back. It's Dave's Corner Garage. And, uh, you know, I don't want to talk. We, we were going to talk about recalls. We're trying to get a hold of Kerry. He's obviously, he's at a truck rodeo. Well, what happens there? I think they ride their hoods at the truck and yell, you how, 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 <laughs> with a rope. 
Anyways, um, interesting article I came across on. About three years ago, they put a team onto a Chrysler car, and they hacked the car's computer. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember? They, right, right. They got it to shut off or do something. Yeah. And what's happening is these cars are, are they'll run for two decades at least. Some of these vehicles run that long. Right. But manufacturers don't keep following up on the technology and don't keep upgrading it. Tesla's been doing it. Well, you know what? I mean, but, but once they've built a car and designed a car and it's doing what it needs to and they, they, they send it out, they deliver it, um, you know, the, where where's the economics there? Where would somebody want to spend money on, you know, upgrading their old one? And, and in fact, they want you to buy a new one. They don't want you to keep the old one forever. Uh, but the reality is these cars stay around. And just imagine what a... I would say um, blackmail. What? You know, I would if, if if you don't pay our company so many billions of bitcoins, we're right. going to shut down every car on the road. At oh, road. so you want them protected? Is That's that what right? You're, okay, okay. All right now, you have you got a computer in the house that's over ten years old? Uh, may, probably, yeah. Oh, you do it, eh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they continually are trying to upgrade all these technologies in these cars, right? But the reality is, some of these are small companies that are suppliers, like BMW. 70% of its stuff comes in from suppliers. Okay. So these small companies can't afford to stay on top of all this technology. Right. And all these things that the cars run with technology um, can be affected. And you know what? As a matter of fact, the technology, and, and as good as it works at home, uh, apparently it's causing some issues. I was talking to somebody who's got a, a late model van. I won't say what brand it is, but it's been back a dozen times. Or, and, uh, and it's all electrical, all electronics. It has nothing to do with the operation of the car. So thankfully, you know, it starts, it goes. But uh, he said, like, he turns the wheel, and all of a sudden the camera goes live. Um, wow. Just all kinds of crazy stuff. And the and the integration, you know, is is, is not working at all. He was saying too that you know there's a, you know there's different ports where you can plug your phone in to get. Yes, exactly. Right. So so he can plug it in, and he can get the map, so he doesn't need the GPS in the car. But when he does that. His kids can't watch a video in the back seat. So, you know, nobody really thought these things out, and they're, and they're coming out slowly, but uh, it's taken well, a while. my car, they, it has electric emergency brakes. Yes. It has, uh, the newer ones are coming out with electric brakes. Yep. All this stuff is all fly-by-wire. And the reality, you know, 15 years down the road. I'll give you an example. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, day before yesterday, I couldn't open the ignition on my Mercedes. Okay. The crossfire. Turns out the keys wear out and lock in the lock position. Mm. The whole car, you can't move it, stays in park, can't turn the wheel. And you can't go to, couldn't go on the passenger side? Nothing. It does, not in the car, the ignition switch. Oh, the ignition switch. Because it just wore out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're really expensive, too. $700. Yes, they use the same thing in a Dodge Caravan. Get out of here. No, yeah. Well, <laughs> when Dodge got bought out yeah. by uh, or bought into Mercedes, yeah, they, they used the same setup. And uh, they did recall them. But uh, anyways, guess what? We've got our uh, police officer on the line. Hey, Carrie, good morning. Hey, good morning. Sorry about that. Just tied up. Uh, there's a few problems on the highways here, just dealing with issues as I come across them. So uh, here we go. We got, Are you okay? I'm okay now. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. What a gorgeous day out here it is today. But if you're in a hurry, this is not the day to be ripping down uh, the highway. Uh, we've had plenty of people, and just a few seconds ago, going well in excess of the speed limit, stunt driving, drivers going well over 200 kilometers per hour. Wow. Uh, unbelievable. 218 yesterday, uh, two guys in their Bentley and their Porsche coming uh -huh. back from the airport. You know, 
automatic seven-day license suspension, automatic seven-day vehicle impound, and uh, you'll be taking the bus for a while. Yeah, and what's and, and at the end of the day, that's got to cost the, the driver, I mean, to, to get his car back and pay for everything, what, at least a 1000 or two? Well, absolutely. Well, it comes down to, uh, first of all, the towing and the storage fees uh, throughout the uh, the seven days that it's impounded. Sure. Uh, you have to pay a reinstatement fee to the Ministry of Transportation to get your license back. And then, of course, there's the uh, all-important uh, meeting with the judge. And those uh, fines can go up to $10,000. Uh, additional license suspensions can be levied, uh, depending on the circumstances. And who knows what's going to happen to your insurance premiums. Yeah. Well, we know what's going to happen to them. They're going through the roof. Carrie, yep. let's have a quick check. You mentioned insurance. Um, the fact that we're going to have our pink slips on our phones. Yeah. Uh, do you think we'll have our driver's license on our phones, that whole package? Well, I don't know. I haven't heard that uh, rumor just yet, but I know they've changed the uh, driver's license to make them enhanced and more security features and so on. But your insurance slip, absolutely. If you can't find that pink slip, in your glove box with all the other uh, expired pink slips that you seem to have from years gone by. You just can't find the current one, and you've got all the other gas receipts and napkins from the drive throughs and whatever else you have. Uh, you can show us your insurance uh, information on your phone. You know, we won't take your phone away from you, but if you just show it to us, uh, we can see that you have valid insurance. We also check it on our computer system as well. And that just makes it uh, easier for everybody. What about the ketchup packages? Well, yeah, exactly. Just don't pop them as you're uh, <laughs> that, that makes a bit of a mess. Well, question. So you're going to look at my pink slip, right? And you're looking at it on my phone. Are you doing it while you're standing beside my car? Or are you taking my phone back to your car? No, no, I'm not going to take your phone at all. I don't want to take possession of it. I don't want to break it. And I certainly don't want to look at your pictures. So, uh uh, or your text messages. So there's no, some really good ones there, eh? Oh, I bet there are some good ones. But uh, let me show uh, you my pictures uh, of my grandkid while we're at it. Yeah, Don't I'll, hang I'll, on. Be going, I'll be going straight to that hidden file of yours. And see what, uh, <laughs> what you got hidden there? No, no, I won't. I won't at all. Oh, that's the uh, one with the X's in front of it. Yeah, I will not be looking at anything on your phone. You show it to me. You hold it to me, and uh, let me see the uh, the image. It's just like when you get your uh, boarding pass at the airport and you just yeah. put it on your phone oh, right. and, they just, and they just scan it and look at it. That, all right, Carrie, you can't lesson. hear it, but there's music in the background. we got to take a break, so I want you to stand by, all righty? Sounds good. All right, and uh, watch out for cars driving past too fast. <laughs> all right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. we got Officer Carrie Schmidt on the line, and after this break, we're going to get right back to him. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Okay, we're back. We finally got a hold of uh, Carrie, who's holding on with us. Uh, Carrie, I have a question for you. You've mentioned stunt driving, and I'm telling you that everybody on the 407 is doing 120. So they're all doing over the speed limit. When is it considered a stunt driving? Well, you know what? Stunt driving is specific. It's not just speeding, keep in mind. If you are in stop-and-go traffic, uh, but you're you're kind of trying to outdistance cars, you're weaving through traffic, mm. you're trying to uh, gain advantage, that is considered uh, racing, street racing, and you can be charged and and convicted of that offense just for that. Now, on the 407 or any time like today when traffic is moving well, anytime you're going 50 kilometers or more over the speed limit, uh, that is wow. deemed to be excessive speed, and that is uh, one of the provisions of uh, stunt driving and street racing within that legislation. So if you're going 151, uh, you may very well lose your car for seven days and lose your license for seven days as well. The OPPs under license, actually, they hired you guys to uh, to operate the highway, didn't they? Uh, for the 407, yeah. We uh, 
Well, it's a provincial uh, legislation that we are mandated to provide policing services to Highway 407 under contract. So the 407 uh, pays for the policing services that happen on the highway. It's not uh, taxpayers' dollars that are used for that. But we are certainly out there uh, looking for aggressive high-risk driving, investigating uh, collisions, um, you know, taking uh, toll evaders off. Uh, it's funny, I, I stopped the driver yesterday. He would pick up truck and a trailer. And it was funny how beautifully clean his uh, truck mm-hmm. and trailer was, except his license plate was just caked full of mud. Uh, anyways, we had him clean it off real nicely and uh, sent him on his way. So, uh, yeah, you need to have your license plate, your rear license plate visible for the overhead cameras because there's no uh, toll operators at the gates. It's all automatic. Is this because the cars are so much better? I mean, the cars are, are they're fantastic. I mean, they, a car that can do 250 was never heard of 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? When we uh, look at the, you know, the technology the, and, and just the quietness of these vehicles, you don't even realize, you don't hear the wind whistling through. Remember your 1969 uh, mm. Chevy or Ford, whatever it was? You, you, it was both hands on the wheel trying to keep that thing straight down the highway, and the wind was whistling through the window and the gaps in the seals. And now you can't tell the difference between, you know, 50 kilometers an hour or 150 kilometers per hour with, uh, with wind noise and, and creature comforts in these vehicles. You're 100% right. You know, the last time I borrowed a friend's car, he said, Al, would you like to drive my car? I went, yeah, sure. Um, it was a 7 Series BMW, oh. and, uh, and it was so quiet <laughs> and so fast. I had no idea how fast I was going. So yeah. when I got pulled over and it said, son, you know how fast you're going? I went, no. <laughs> but, yeah, I, yeah it, was, it was crazy. So but the problem is that when you're going that fast, if you're going 50 meters a second and you stop in 200 milliseconds, that is going to hurt. And uh, you will likely pay with a lot more than just a uh, scratch on the fender. You're going to pay with lives. And I'll tell you, aggressive driving and speeding is the number one killer on our highways right now. We've had 42 people die uh, already this year because of speed-related fatalities, and that is more than impaired driving. That is more than distracted driving. Uh, and more than people not wearing their seatbelts as well. You know, aggressive driving is number one. One of the things that really bothers me is the the they're they're not patient in the city. People cross in the middle of the road. Bicycles run the red lights. You know, there's no respect for the law actually in the city. So in the highway, it, that sort of blends over. I imagine. Well, yeah, it does. And you know what? People they they become encapsulated in their vehicle. They don't realize really what's going on around them. And as much as we're sharing the roads together, we need to actively participate in that. And even yesterday, I was driving behind this car. There's a woman in the driver's seat, and uh, she was going slower than everybody. There was trucks passing her on the right side. I was behind her trying to get, like, pointing to her to, her to move over and allow traffic to flow. And she had no idea. She never looked in her mirrors. She's looking straight ahead and oblivious to uh, the situation around her. If you're not passing somebody, you can't be in the left lane. And if a car passes you on the right, that means you're in the wrong lane. So get out of there and let traffic move move smoothly because once you get stuck behind a slow-moving driver that's not moving over, now you start seeing this aggressive driving. And as much as we want to curb that aggressive driving, let's, let's curb and get rid of the source of it. And sometimes it's that slow driver in the left lane who thinks they're doing nothing wrong. So where's this truck rodeo you're at? So we're at the Special Olympics Truck Convoy uh, at the CAA Center, which is at uh, in Brampton at Highway 407 and Steeles Avenue. And it's a great event. We have all kinds of Special Olympians uh, that are going to be jumping into uh, transport trucks and police cars and, and oh. all kinds of vehicles here. And we're going to go for a ride down the 407. So if you see a whole line of transport trucks, that's us. And if you want to come join us and visit us right now, 
They're selling all kinds of goodies. They're fundraising for the Special Olympics. And once you hear these guys' stories and girls' stories, they are so courageous and, and so, uh, so, so energetic in their athletics. And it is so inspiring to see that. So I'll, I'll be down there in a few minutes, and I'm looking forward to it. And, and follow me along. I'll be posting some stuff on my Periscope Twitter and Facebook pages. Thank you so much. Hey, have yourself a great day. Thank what's, you. what's a Periscope? <laughs> well, live stream. There you go. Yeah, it's in the submarine, right? We're going underwater now. Oh my lord! You know, He's I hope you're run. pulled over to the side of the road while you're working all that uh, social media <laughs> stuff, Gary. Seriously, Al wants to sit on the hood with his rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, right on. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have Ryan with me. He's a special Olympian. He's a he's a competitive swimmer, and so he's gonna be with me in my in my car as we're driving down this morning, and it should be a lot of fun. All right, Gary. Thanks for joining us, and good all luck right, with your rodeo. Care. Thanks. All right. We'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. If you have any questions, we'll be glad to take them. And we have uh, one line open. I think it's a guy with a chuck wagon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he wants he the rodeo. Roach coach, maggot wagon, <laughs> choking puke. <laughs> mystery meat. This mystery meat is always good for you. Street meat's good. Yeah, All right. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Alrighty, uh, I got an email from Alan Campbell, who is with Abuse Hurts, and it's a reminder that October the 3rd, they're having a show at the Royal Theater. I don't know exactly where it is, but it's, if you go to their website, abusehurts.ca, uh, it's about bullying. And amazingly, how many of these artists are involved in bullying? Um, Patrick Stewart, uh, that's Captain Kirk. Mm -hmm. right? Oh, no, Captain Picard, right? Slash, uh, Jane Lynch. Jeff Goldblum, Charlie Cheen. These folks are telling their stories of being abused when they were younger. Mm -hmm. uh, it's only one night. It's October the 3rd. Uh, just go on this thing. Tickets are 17 bucks, which is nothing. And uh, bottom line is I would just uh, get involved with this. So good for Alan. We'll talk to you about that again later when we talk to Dom. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to the phones. And Alex, your pick. Yeah, we're going to go to Lindsay. We're going to go to Lindsay now and speak to Doug, who's got a problem with his escape. What's going on, Doug? Yeah, problem with the driver's seat. The, it's the SEL model with power seat, mm -hmm. leather upholstery, and uh, it was a, the seat was sagging back home at, at 8,000 kilometers. Mm -hmm. uh, so they ordered a new cushion for it. Right. They put it in, and the work order said the old one was loose, poor fit, warped, and wrinkled. Mm -hmm. uh, talking about your butt or the seat? Yeah. So it was about uh, <laughs> seven, six or seven weeks later. I got the same problem. Okay, and you call? Did you call them back again? I took it back to the dealer, so they kept the car and take it apart and see what was going on. They said they could find nothing wrong. Right. So then I called Ford Customer Service. They told me if the dealer said nothing wrong, then that was the end of it. Mm. Now, is it just a case of the the foam is not dense enough and it it loses its spring? Is that I, what it is? I, I don't know just what the problem is. I'm not. Uh, Are you having pain in your back? Huh? Yes. You know what? I had the same thing. And yeah. it, was, it wasn't the seat. It was my belt. Oh, no. This is uh, definitely the seat. Well, the reason I'm saying it is because I'm a little bit of, of a girth. Not anymore. I lost, I lost a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. when I was heavy, my belt would tighten up as I sat down in the seat, and my back started hurting. Oh. And I went back. I had a Cadillac, and I went back. They swapped out the seat, and it didn't help at all. It turned out it was me. No. Well, I've had the back problem long before I had this vehicle. Yeah. Well, okay. But there is a recall on the seats. I was going to tell you about it. Yeah, they have a recall, but um, not in this specific model. It, it is a Ford, and they have a problem where there's some sharp metal underneath the seat. And if you stick your hand underneath there, you can cut yourself. Um, you know, getting back to yours, though, can I ask, are you a, a full-figured kind of guy, or you're sort of, you know? Oh, 170 pounds. Oh, so you're lightweight. 
Um, not a lightweight. Well, no, 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 no. But, 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 you know, he's yeah. <laughs> sorry. So, but I wouldn't expect the seat would collapse at that you no, know, because of that. No, no. Uh, you know what? I would call customer complaint, customer uh, care again. Well, I, uh, I've called uh, through to, uh, for customer service. Mm-hmm. And on one occasion, I was told they get a second opinion. Right. So I took it down. We have another Ford dealer in town. Right. And uh, they were prepared to take it on their job. Uh, and then when they went to get approval, they said, no, I had to go back to the original dealer. So your car is still under new car warranty, is that it? Oh, yes. Mm. Okay, well, there's something called a, a DSM, which is a district service manager. So you want to escalate this up to a district service manager? That's your next call. You phone Ford. I want an appointment with him. Let that guy come down and make the final decision. Yeah, I, okay. I've already uh, written a letter to the vice president of customer service. Yeah, that kind of gets lost. Yeah. District service manager, that's who you want. Okay. All right, DSM. That's the easy one. All right, Doug. Okay, thank you. And, and, and good let's luck go. with that. Yeah. You see, you know, last week we had a, a request from Mike Filey for somebody to have a, he's a veteran who wanted to ride in a 57 Chevy. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time I got home, there was two calls on, on my phone for people to volunteering. And we have one fellow here who has, has one too. His name is Dave. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Hi, good morning, fellas. Hey, we want to thank you for offering your car. Uh, actually, uh, Dave, it's been done. Uh, we took the gentleman yesterday at one thirty in the afternoon for a ride in a 57 Chevy. Like That's that. super. How long did you go out for? Uh, it was my uncle that did it. I coordinated everything. I couldn't be there, but he took him out for about half an hour. Very and nice. He sat in the car for another 20 minutes at least. And we got pictures of it and everybody had a great time. He was ecstatic. Did he, uh. Mr. Eric Gordon was his name, the did, veteran. Did he actually have one years ago? He, I, again, I wasn't there, mm-hmm. but my uncle took him for a ride in his beautiful 396 Ford gear, by the way, oh. 57 Chevy. Yeah, beautiful car. You know, that Joan Rivers has a line. Joan Rivers has a line that she always liked to sit in the back seat with her, with her foot hanging out the window of her 57 Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> that was so pleasurable for everybody involved. I caught your request last week at the end of your show, and mm-hmm. I called right away, and I managed to coordinate it this week, and it got done yesterday. Very good. Thank in you. The afternoon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Very nice. You are so welcome. It was such a pleasure. Thank Thanks, you. Okay. Are we out? Where is he? He's gone. He's all left us. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Mercedes-Benz with a touchscreen problem. Derek's on the phone from Hamilton. Derek, what can yeah. we do for you? Hello there. Yeah, I heard you uh, a week or two ago when you were talking about, I, I didn't get it at all, about the touchscreen problems on a Cadillac. Right. right? Uh, as to whether or not they're too sensitive or people are touching them too yep. hard. Can you uh, elaborate a little bit? Because uh, I'm looking at a Cadillac. And I mean, it's on my mind, and I don't know whether I should be too concerned about that or not. Well, what do you have a car with the screen already on it? Pardon me? Does the car you have now have a touchscreen? No, no. No, I don't have one. I'm just looking at it in the showroom and talking to the people there. And, and then I, I just, coming back in my mind, what you said, that you, know, you talk to these people, they, they say, well, that's a bunch of... Mm. You know, the Cadillac stuff. had a system called Q, mm-hmm. C-U-E, right. which is Cadillac. Blah, 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 blah. And wow. uh, they've changed it twice. And now for 2020, they're not going to be having that system anymore. They have a newer system mm-hmm. with actually some buttons that you can turn and push. Yeah, because at the end of the day, a lot of people want, you know, listen, when I want to turn the radio up, the volume up or change the station, why yeah. do I have to go through the menus and go through so many yeah. steps? Yeah. So it doesn't pay. It's, it's it, also distracted driving. 
You know, because right now is that you said two two thousand twenty. What about two thousand nineteen? No, it's still the old system. And that okay? Can you just tell me what the real problem? You cannot press it too hard, or you. No, the system is usually on map or whatever. But if you bring your hand to the system, it yeah, it, it lights I, up. It it, it uh, recognizes the heat of your hand mm-hmm. and it lights up. And now all of a sudden you have buttons there, and now you select what what feature you need. You want to turn the heat up or whatever else you want to do. Yeah. And we yeah. found that every time we went near it, the, my wife would touch the volume button and then would go nuts. So we sold that car and we bought another one with a more sophisticated system and it's this it's usable but apparently this new one that's coming out in 2020 is the one you want to have i like the kiss system best which is keep it simple yeah it's it, it's it's not it's hard to uh, we, we're all supposed to be cautious of what we do when we're driving mm. but it, when you're driving and you don't if you are, you hit a bump your finger's going to hit the mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. so you can't be too yeah mm-hmm. all right we got to run thanks for calling thank you all right, take care of yourself. Take care. This All is right. Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with more calls just after ah, the break. We're talking to Dom from Dom's Auto Recycling. Excuse me. Hey, it's on the book. <laughs> okay, welcome to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Dave Renniger. I'm with uh, Alan, Alan Gelman. Gelman. That would be me. And we have the donut behind the board today. <laughs> and we're uh, actually, His name is Duncan. That's why we call him the donut. Duncan Donut. <laughs> now the world will know him as we treat he is. <laughs> Dom is on the phone from Dom's Auto Recycling. He's one of these auto wreckers that will take your vehicle as a donation and uh, refund the money, whatever they get, I guess, to Abuse Hertz. Good morning, Dom. How are you? Morning, Dave. I'm great, thanks. How are you? Great. Used to be called the junkyard, but not anymore. It's a recycling center. Yes, sir. We don't call them junkyards anymore. And you don't. And, sure. and you don't have dogs. You know what happened? I used to be <laughs> junkyard dogs. Would be. <laughs> Yeah, insurance liabilities, they won't let us have dogs anymore, Dave. Well, it really, you know, the whole the whole recycling business has changed, obviously. I mean, like Dave said, we used to call them junkyards or wrecking yards, but what, what what's brought on these changes, and why did you have to go through them? Well, and I mean, the last 10 or 20 years uh, with the uh, envir- environment and many people spending more time uh, watching and being careful how we treat our environment, our mm-hmm. industry is, is, is the same. And mm-hmm. we've been recycling for, you know, 50, 60 years. We're the original recyclers, let, let's say, before recycling was, was a fad, you know? Well, exactly. Like we used to, you know, people talk about rebuild units, you know, uh, water pumps, starters, alternators, all that stuff was rebuilt a hundred years ago. Yep. Right. Rebuild. We reuse our product. Uh, the product that's not reused gets sent out for rebuilding. Uh, med- different metals are, are, are used for, uh, uh, you know, aluminum and steel and whatever you're into. And that's where our reuse and reuse uh, comes from. Yeah. I guess in the old days, for the most part, you know, the cars for them, you know, unless there was something really good on them, they went into the crusher. But it sounds to me like you're dismantling a lot more cars these days. Yeah, well, at our place, we kind of have twofold. We, we, we service the mechanical and body shop industry from one office, mm-hmm. uh, walk in, full serve people come into that office. And the other end of our business is a self-serve U-pull, mm-hmm. which is very popular. Cheap parts, people come in and pull their own parts. That's kind of the old school style of our business that we've been doing for a lot of years and people love it. And the people, and how does it work? How do they pay for these parts? Well, we, we have a parts menu, we call it. Mm-hmm. So each part has a particular price so every alternator every mirror is one price people mm-hmm. come in they pull it off they pay that one low price and like i say people love it i run into people uh that that come out to our place 20 30 40 years ago with their parents 
yeah. to get parts. And they remember as kids coming out with their dad and their toolboxes to get their own parts, and uh, they have fond memories of that uh, that business. Dom, you accept end-of-life vehicles for abuse hurts. How does that system work? We do. Well, um, we, we, we met Ellen um, and, and her staff um, a couple of years ago, and they're great people and do great things mm-hmm. for the community. Um, and we figured this was a, a great tie-in to try and get people to bring their cars in to be res- uh, res- uh, recycled responsibly and in turn help out uh, the Abuse Hurts program. So we make sure that a good chunk of, of uh, the funds that come from these donated vehicles go back to Ellen and, and her people so they can do all those wonderful things they do for uh, their our community right through Ontario. All right, listen, Dominic, you mind hanging around? We've got to take a quick break. We've got to pay some bills, and we'll get back to you in just a moment. All righty? Hang on. Okay, we were talking with Dom from uh, Dom's Auto Recycling. Dom, how does the paperwork work? If I want to donate my car to Abuse Hertz, I phone Abuse Hertz, or I phone you, or how does it, how does it happen? No, best to call direct to the Abuse Hurts uh, uh, 800 number, which uh, you've passed out. Yes. Speak with the girls there. You can go online and access it through the Abuse Hurts website as well and fill out the online form, and it'll get distributed to the right area for the recycler in, in your area, and then we'll uh, call and arrange to have that car picked up. And the big big thing about this whole program is not only you help the Abuse Hurts program, but you're making sure your vehicle is being recycled properly, not by some backyarder or uh, somebody mm-hmm. who's not going to handle that car the way they should. Now, what, can I, what do they need for paperwork? The ownership, I guess, signed off? Yeah, you need the ownership, and we'll get that in the keys when we pick the car up. You sign the back of your ownership, and uh, there's a form that gets filled out and signed, and that gets processed, and, and uh, you'll get your tax receipt uh, following uh, pickup from uh, the abuse office. Well, so, that, that ruins my plan. You know, i got a neighbor who always parks half on my driveway, and I wanted to get his car just taken away. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to get his ownership, though. I, I think that'll be hard to come by. Do you get sometimes cars that are they're more valuable and they're not recyclable, like they're actually worthwhile to resell? Yeah, well, we do do that. Yeah, we've had some nice pieces come through, and, and when they're of higher value, we take a look at the higher value ones, and we, we pay more money for them, and that in turn sends more money back to the abuse hope. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, had, but they, they get part of for- they get parted out, though, don't they? No. Yeah, most of them get parted out. There's the odd one that uh, have a higher value where we might pay a thousand or two thousand uh, dollars to the Abuse Hurts program on the higher value ones. But for the most part, these cars are all being put out for parts and eventually mm-hmm. recycling and scrap. Yes. You know, I've seen some of them at the auto auction, which were of this caliber, and it's because they just lost their license. They got near seventy-five or eighty years old, and they just wanted to get rid of the car. So it was a nice way to get a good tax receipt. It is, exactly. Does it make a difference how old or what kind of condition the car is in, or you, you'll take anything? No, I didn't. we'll take anything. We put a number on the car based on the size. So mm-hmm. the smaller, lighter weight cars are less value, and the bigger they get, the more value uh, they produce. All right, yeah. I just want to give out the phone number quickly to Abuse Hertz. It's one eight five five two three four five six seven seven. Again, one eight five five two three four five six seven seven. Or abusehurts.ca. Dom, thank you very much for taking time. Well, hang on, hang on. Dom? Yeah. If we want to get some parts from your joint, where are you and what's the number? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're at 1604 Baseline Road in Curtis, just outside of Oshawa. The number is 416-222-7430. And uh, we're open seven days a week at the U-Pull, and everybody's welcome. And, uh, and of course, if you've got a shop in the GTA, you deliver, correct? You got it. All right, super. Thanks very much, Tom. Thanks, guys. Pleasure. Okay. Alrighty, we have a question on the phone about a gentleman who wants to import a Mini Cooper. And we have a car generator question, which we'll take both right after this.
Alrighty, by the way, Salem tires, we use them on the racetrack, and I've run over 200 laps on my front tires, and they're still not all gone. I've got them on my CRV, and they work great. Yeah, and, uh, phenomenal. The, the new one, the Inspire, is great. It's so quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Really good stuff. So there's a question on the uh, board here that says, uh, Tony from Concord wants to know about a 69 Mini Cooper he wants to import from Europe. Tony, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? First time caller? Okay. Good. What's your question, Tony? Um, I got a, a 1969 GT Mini Cooper, and I just wanted to know what's the best way to bring it here from Europe. Say okay. Here's what you got to do. First off, you have to go to to the Registrar of Motor Vehicles. It's on okay. the internet there in West Mall, and see okay. if the car will actually be allowed into the country. Okay. All right. There's a listing of cars that, that that will not be allowed in, and that may be mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, although I doubt it. Secondly, I'll give you a name. You go to Right Drive. This is a company that actually imports cars for themselves. They import cars from Japan and Europe, and these guys will set you straight. So it's called okay. rightdrive.ca. Rightdrive.ca. Yes. And if you already own this car, they'll probably give you, you know, a service package or something, and they'll bring it in for you. Yeah, it's a, well, it's not my it's not in my name. It's in my father-in-law's name, but right. it's, in my garage. it's in my garage back home. Yes. Yeah, but you, like Dave a, said, you got to check with the registrar to make sure that it's a, a vehicle that you can bring in. You don't want to land it in Canada and, and pay all that, and then you can't even. And then bring you can't it in. bring it in. It sits at the border under supervision, and he never get, never leaves. All right, Tony. All right. Okay, thank you very much for your help. Thank all right. you. All right. Okay. Quickly, we're going to Sam and Welland, who had a question about a car generator, who's one of our sponsors. Sam, what can we do for you? Oh, good morning, gentlemen. Howdy. Hi. Yeah, I was interested in that uh, generator that you're promoting there. The car generator. Yep. So yeah, what did- um, I was I live out in the country out here in Welland, and I was thinking, you know, in case of a power outage, I got to keep my sump pump going, otherwise everything in my basement's gone. Right. Now, is there enough watts in that generator to keep that sump pump going? Because usually they say sump pumps take about fifteen hundred startup watts. To- I think there is. I, he's tried it in all kinds of different uh, scenarios, and it's 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 allowed a little bit of overboost to get it going. And then it just draws very, very little amperage. The bottom line is it works. When they had a the fire at the school just recently here in Toronto, and uh, he pulled up, and the, his school was also shut down. They ran the communication systems, and they ran some lighting, all just from the front of his car. But I'd give him a call, because uh, yeah. or look him up online, and he's uh, very quick going to answer your question yeah, about Jonathan's that. his name, Jonathan Schlue. Okay, how do I get a hold of him then, Dave? Uh, cargenerator.com. Okay. Is there, is there a way to talk to him personally? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Just just give him a Go thing. to the website, and um, you can drop him a line right there. Yeah, there's a, there's a number okay. there. Thanks very much, gentlemen. You're Take very care. welcome. All right. We're going to go quickly to Gabrielle, who's got a question about a new car. Gabrielle, how are you? Yes. I'd like to buy an economical car, like a hatchback kind of a thing, but I don't want it to be automatic. I want it to be automatic, not gears. Well, you know, most cars are automatic now anyway. That's, that's right. really not say, a problem. Yeah. yeah. Should it be diesel or gas? I would buy gas without question. You don't want a diesel. All right. So what would you recommend? Because I think 10, would 10 be enough? Or do I have to put in more? It doesn't have to be a new car. I don't believe in buying new cars. Then you should be buying a a three- or four-year-old used car. You can actually find some of that. Depending, you know, on what I can get. No, the reality is you want to stay the Asian or Japanese. Okay, when I'm writing this older. all down. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. Right. Asian or Japanese, go to name brands like Toyota, Honda, Kia, Mazda. 
Right. You know, those type of cars. I remember you had a guy on there that says, you know, when people want to give up their lease. Yes. That's, uh, what was the name of that fellow? But, uh, offhand? I can't Jim Matthews? It's called Lease Busters is the name of oh, the yeah, company. Right. Lease Busters. Maybe I can get a better deal there. Absolutely. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Okay, that's because I, I am a avid li- listener, by the way. Oh, thank Excellent. you very much. I, I, no, don't not forget- only that, but I got tickets one time for NASCAR. Oh, good for you. <laughs> and nobody wanted to go with me. You should have called me. I would have gone. I can't win. That's right. He's, I, I, come, no, I can't say I, I, like I, I, You know, I'm from Montreal, and we talked to everybody, but nobody wanted to go with me. You should have gone. You would have met somebody. Gabrielle, yeah, I, I missed just, your chance, I, Gabrielle. I just want to give you one, uh, one more word of advice. You know, before you actually take hold and pay for this used car, whether it's um, on uh, leasebusters or, or privately, make sure you get it inspected by your own mechanic firsthand, okay? Yeah. All right, that's really important. That somebody... I didn't hear you. What? Say again, Alan? You want to make sure you get the car checked by your own mechanic before you pay for it. I don't have one. Okay, well then, you again, you're going to go to get the vehicle taken to any shop and have them look at it for you. Because don't... I bought a car one time, and it was an Oldsmobile because I tried to be a real estate agent, yeah. and the transmission went within two, less than yeah. two weeks. And this is why you want to get it checked out. It was out. horrible. A VA, too. It was a smooth ride. I went from a sporty car to that. But... All right, Gabrielle, we have to run, but thank you very much for listening, and thank you very much for calling in. Thank you, love. Take care. It was a smooth ride after it died. You know, I didn't feel or hear nothing. A lot of that happens because you don't drive like the guy that drove like the guy that drove Exactly. Before. This is why you want to get it checked beforehand. I want to thank uh, Officer Kerry Schmidt for calling in. Yep. And if you see him on the side of the highway, like slow down and give him room. Give him a wave. And uh, Dom from Dom's Auto Records, 50 years in the business. Boy, that's a long time. That's right. Thank you, everybody, for uh, calling in, and we'll see you next week. Remember to keep the shiny side up. The greasy side, side down. down. Drive safe, everyone. Bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.